Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn the second chapter of Mishnah Yisukkah, Mishnah 2 and Mishnah 3. That's Mishnah Beis and Mishnah Gimel for those keeping score. If a person uses his bed as one of the walls for the sukkah, Kasher is considered a kosher sukkah. If you were to remove the bed, then the sukkah would collapse. It's not a kosher sukkah. And this again goes back to that debate we said, which is threaded through this Masechta, where Yehuda requires a permanent structure, and therefore a bed is not considered a permanent structure if you remove the bed and the sukkah would collapse. Moving on. Sukkah hamudubelis. Let's see a sukkah where there's more sunlight than shade. Now you may be thinking, one minute, didn't we open up this Masechta telling us that a sukkah with more sunlight than shade is, is possible? That is true in the event that you lay the schach down on flat on the sukkah and there's more sunlight than shade. But here, the way you structure the schach, it's not flat. Rather, it's there are pieces laying on top of each other in a way in which it allows more sunlight to go through. However, if you were to lay all the pieces flat, it would indeed cover most of the sukkah, and you would not have more sunlight than shade. Point being, the architectural design here is such that more sunlight can come through only because of its unique design. But if you were to take away that design, just take all the schach that's on the roof now and put it flat, it would cover the majority of the sukkah, therefore you would have less sunlight, and you'd have more shade, this is why the sukkah is going to be kosher. Let's say you pile on so much schach, it's so densely covered, you cannot see the stars from standing within the sukkah, it's considered a valid sukkah. If a person makes a sukkah on top of a wagon, or on top of a boat, it's valid because even though these places are unstable, they're still considered a dwelling place. However, that's in contrast to Barosha Elon. If you make a sukkah on top of a tree, make a tree house, or on top of a camel, uh, we can't go on in Yom Tov, we can go on in Cholomoid because we don't ride animals or climb trees on the Yom Tov. What happens now if you have You have two of the walls of the sukkah are resting on the tree and one is built on the ground itself, or two are uh, resting on the ground, and one is resting on the tree. In that case, it's kosher, you can't go out on Yom Tif. We're going to contrast that to the following case. Let's see, you have a four-walled sukkah, three are man-made, and one is using the tree. It's kosher, and you can go on it, and you can use it on Yom Tif. And the reason for that is because, and we say by the way it's resting on, what we mean is that the floor is resting on the trees. If it was re- if the, the tree was just a stam wall, it wouldn't be an issue. We're talking about the floor is resting on the tree, but here the floor is resting on the tree for one peg, for one leg, but then it has three additional legs. So then you could go in on Yom Tov because we don't need the tree. As once you have three legs, it will support itself, and therefore it's not considered as if you were climbing a tree on Yom Tov. Meaning to say, In any case, where if you were to remove the tree, the sukkah would still stand on its own, and kishayra is valid, but we can go out on Yom Tov, whereas if you remove the tree and the sukkah would collapse, what you're demonstrating is you need this, the tree. This, the tree is essential to support the sukkah, and therefore by climbing into the sukkah, you're really climbing on a tree, and thus one's not allowed to do so on Yom Tov. I wish you all a wonderful day.